Live from the MC. The Dykeman Podcast presents Casual Supremacy Thank with you. your host, Jason Paulino. Thank you so much. How for does having that me. sound? It sounds great, brother. You know, like I, I love talking about uh, serious things that uh, affect our lives here in Inwood and Dykeman. You know, we all grew up around here and. Uh, you know, there's some real things that, like you said, I love uh, Dykeman podcast. But yeah, just looking at some how real things are affecting people who got to just survive and make money, you know. We're oh, yeah, J- Jason, bro, thank you for coming because this is a big void that we've been missing. Just the Dykeman podcast is one ent- entity. Uh, but I feel like we need a more a more woke version, a more informative version, I yeah. would say. And that's the, the perfect person. Yeah. Woke, I will say that. That's so loaded, uh, that term. Because uh, <laughs> people think that when people say that to you, like if someone yeah. says that to you, like like that's like some compliment, but it's not. They're, they're really trying to kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of a joke. But it's, you know, depending on who's saying it to you, just know that, it, you know, like sometimes someone said that to me and they thought, oh, they thought I was being cute. And I was like, no, that's, that's you're just trying to kind of... Uh, diminish uh you know again it's i think with politics i think you know what always scares me is when people try to take like really complicated issues yeah. and they try to turn it into like a, a buzzword or a phrase oh you're woke and and you're like no like you know th- there's just so many factors to this thing and just that you're trying to diminish everything no. i'm you know no, and yeah, i'm not yeah, trying to get a politician saying woke and it could be diminished but not coming from live from the oh MC, no 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 that's that's not that's but not that's what, what i exactly where we're here yeah we no, want no, to speak about these uh important terms yeah. these important um politics if you could say yeah. um and just like overall wokeness all right, fair enough, oh, you know. Okay, well, is that fair to say? Yeah, fair enough. Like I said, I still, uh, I'm, I'm anti-woke. Uh, it is what it is. It's just like, yeah, anti-woke? I, woke? I really am. Yeah, no, 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 no. Here's the thing, here's the thing. I'm anti the, the term or it being used that way. Like I said, you, you think that it's like, I get it. You, you're trying to kind of take it back over, but uh, it, it just turned into something that is like, it's like it just makes you feel like you're like you can't look at any specific topic and you know, yeah. it, and and like make decisions on it, you know, I based on anything that's going it, on. So it's not that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm, I'm about the culture, you know, but I'm, what I'm saying is that though that like I don't, <laughs> I don't let myself be defined that way. Like, oh, I'm woke. I'll be like, no, go, you know, no, like, go I, fuck I, me. I, I it. it's, it's like when you hear your parents say, "Oh, it's lit." Yeah, it's, uh, like, it's like, come on, your parents. Yeah, yeah, should, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't yeah. really be saying lit. You know, I, I come from a moderate kind of background. I don't know, you know, as far as politics. But a lot of it, too, is, is like our world uh, and everything that's going on. You know, today's Labor Day. Happy, you know, Labor Day. Happy Labor all Day to working. Everybody. Yeah, man. You know, and a lot of things are going on. The PUA is, uh, is, been, is done. You know, the, the, the enhanced unemployment for a lot of people. It's 8 million people who just got cut off oh, unemployment Let's start in this right there, Jason. Let's start right there. That's something that's affecting the people. I'm sure there are a lot of people... Um, throughout the nation, collecting unemployment, and just in New York City um, in general, period. Yeah. Also, well, shout outs to those people that were collecting unemployment like fuck in like 40 to 50 states. I don't know how they got that shit off. But nonetheless. You know, they, they added it to, to state unemployment. So most people still have like, if, if you're still within like your year or whatever the, the, the claim is, you, you probably still have the state. But for a lot of people, they uh, just lost kind of that federal extra, maybe like $300, whatever it is. It's not the end of the world. You know, again, people are going to have to get back to work and see what's going on. It's been a couple of years. But, you know, again, you know, it's funny. Everyone's kind of tired of COVID. I get it. No one wants to talk about it. But 
2021 is going to kill a lot more people with COVID than 2020 did. And we, you know, we were scared before, but it's actually gotten worse. You know, like, you know, things are going on in Florida, you know, again, we'll, we'll, we'll save that one for a little later. You know, I know COVID is just like one of those things that uh, it's just heavy on everyone uh, right now. And it's part of like the life that we're living. Um, But, you know, the first thing I really wanted to kind of talk about, but I don't know if you have something specific that you wanted to, to mention, but go for it. No, no, no. So, bro, this is this is your show. You know, like, like once again, this is for the people. People have reached out to the Diamond Podcast. They say, well, we want something more intuitive. We yeah. want something more um, yeah. mind stimulating. Yeah, yeah. So that's you know, as yeah. far as the podcast, the Diamond Podcast, you know, structure is very. Yeah. Uh, very ongoing, let's just say that. So I feel that with Jason Paulino, a more conscious person, a more person in tune with the community, it's it's you're the person we want to hear it from, bro. Like, <laughs> thank like, you. Very, I don't know about this that. This is your show. Like, you honestly, this is your show, co-produced. Um, and yeah, bro. Like, the, the, we're here to speak about like the things that are affecting the community. Um, and we, with that being said, we could start right there. Unemployment is definitely going to affect a lot of people. 1.8 million people, um, especially people in New York. Um, not certain the percentage of, of people collecting unemployment indictment, but I'm sure that, that we had to have our numbers of unemployment. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, let's start right there. How is this going to affect our community? I mean, I don't know about, uh, you know, it's obviously it's just less money that's going around or being circulated, uh, you know, most of that stuff. Because, you know, you just keep most of that money stays in the community, to be honest, like them pulling that money. Um, it, it, they think that they're helping people, but a lot of times it, it just like kind of starves out like there's just less spending. People just become and especially in a neighborhood like us, you know, we were already people who are used to sacrificing or you know what i'm saying it's not like this opulent there is you know certain groups but for the most part those people are, are hard-working kind of an, is an immigrant you know community you know and i always talk about that in inwood you know the biggest thing for us because most of us are like first generation second generation americans um like most of our parents weren't raised in this country which people don't really understand that that kind of impact that disconnect and i know it you know that's kind of the american dream and that's happened for generations generations but that does take you a step back. You know, we're, you know, my parents came here, my father is 77, you know, my mom in 82, I was born in 82, yeah. you know, so it's, it's a different thing. But as far as, you know, unemployment, you know, it's, it's like, it's kind of like this country is always just kind of criminalized poverty, you know, and, and, and we don't, we have the money, you know, it's not like we, we figured it out. We were just spending $300 million in Afghanistan a day for 20 years. So when they tell you they don't have the money, they're, they're lying, but it, it, you know, but yeah. you got to understand is you're just not in the, the seat of power, so we're just kind of trying to fight. So we have to, you know, fight for it. But but this country for a long time has has criminalized uh, being poor, you know, and and that's kind of one of the, the 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 underlying aspects. And I think also when people do get their kind of their thing going, uh, you know, a lot of times people forget about you know what the you know what what's happened in the past um, and how that affects people. So yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think right now the biggest thing that we're seeing, you know, like we just saw, oh. My, my book just fell behind me. This is, first of all, I want to introduce myself just because I don't know, for a lot yes, of people yes, don't know who I am. Let's, but bring, let's bring it down a notch, I would no, say. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Because, sure, you I'll, I'll tell you why, you know, why I do this or how I do this. But this is my novel, Chosen. I'm, I'm an author. Uh, you know, I wrote these 10 years ago, these two science fiction novels here. Uh, always been curious. Grew up around here. Went to Lady Queen of Martyrs, you know, Arden Street, All Hollows. 
uh, Catholic school, Hamilton College, uh, all, all New York uh, institutions for education. Uh, I, I, I have a uh, non-for-profit organization, Casual Supremacy, which is about connecting the past to the present. You can check out casualsupremacy.com. This is one of my T-shirts. I'll tell you a little bit more about the gentleman on my T-shirt and, and, and this uh, Casual Supremacy. Again, casualsupremacy.com or on the Instagram, the IG. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's just about remembering people so quickly forget the things that got us here. You know, and, and you know, especially America, uh, we're, we're taught American history. You know, it's a very selective way that they teach us um, about our world and our lives and, and what's happened and how we've learned it. And when you really, you know, that, that old saying, like the devil's in the details, like when you really look at the details, yeah. and you understand what, you know, like what it took. To, you know, America hasn't been around that, that long, you know, like we deal with like the Chinese. The Chinese have been around for like 5,000 years, you know, like you're talking about like, you know, these societies and we, you know, we haven't even lived uh, as long without slavery as we did with, like, we're just such a small, like, a, a short uh, time, you know. America is, is really is an experiment, you know, uh, and so it's kind of interesting to see what's going on. Uh, another thing, uh, as far as, you know, my own qualifications here is my professional role. Um, I, I, I help people uh, get affordable housing apartments. I work for a big developer. Uh, I just fill up these, you know, and so that's another thing that I definitely want to discuss today, affordable housing, New York, uh, infrastructure, you know, there's a lot of, like, these new affordable housing buildings being built um, here in the neighborhood, and, and it's come with a lot of opposition, a lot of, like, pushback, oh, they're changing our neighborhood, they're doing this, they're doing that, but, you know, I've discussed this with you before, you know, we're dealing again with 20th century, 21st century, uh, you know, problems and, and, you know, everything that's going on, climate change, we just, you know, survived Ida, which just dumped more rain than we've ever really seen, um, and, you know, we live in apartments, we live in buildings, I live around the corner here on 207, um, that, that were built in 1913, so it's been over 100 years. Uh, and and so there have all these new buildings and things and people things, are fighting things them. Things change in a hundred years. But a lot of things have changed, and we're going to have to invest in our own infrastructure. The president just passed infrastructure bill. I mean, it's kind of they beefed it up and they got a lot of stuff. You know, when there's a big pot of money like that, that's the only thing with that kind of stuff. They they, they pass it over. They're going to put a lot of money, but they're also going to give a lot of money away to to all these people just to calm them down, just so that they could get these things passed. But this is you know this is America. This is how we live. You know, it's just kind of, you know, the, the, the problems are, are crazy, but you have to understand the past to understand how it relates to, like, almost anything you could think of, you know, that's going on right now, you could relate it to a, a, a you know, a part in the past, you know, right now, COVID, the vaccines, like, mandates, you know, you listen to, like, songs in the 80s, and they're still talking about, like, you know, this is a Billy Joel song, like, We Didn't Start the Fire, which I love for casual supremacy, and he talks about the vaccines, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's just all these things just kind of keep circling around, there's not anything new, you know, like, George Washington for, was the first person to put mandated vaccines for the Continental Army uh, for smallpox. If you didn't have smallpox, you had to be vaccinated. Oh, that, that George, George. <laughs> Absolutely. Just so oh, people my, my, really my get. Yeah, oh, no worries. I know. I, you know, it is what it is. But people, but this is not like this is not new. This is not you know, and this is. But but either way, we won't even we won't we won't start on that right now. Um, and and you know, but but there's just so many things. And as far as them building, they're about to build something on 207. Um, I recommend anyone who is interested in affordable housing, especially if you have low income, this is the perfect time. NewYorkCityHousingConnect.com. NewYorkCityHousingConnect.com. This is kind of what I do all this day. This is not an ad. It's not an ad. No, no, this is like state stuff. You know, this, this, understand is that like 
these people are still getting paid, you know, even though they, they diminish Section 8, they diminish all these things. The government pays, you know, them on the first day. Most people just don't know how to process it. That's why a lot of times you have so many issues with landlords who don't want to process these things. But you don't need to be, like, and especially affordable housing, people think of it as this low-income stuff. But, you know, I work in, like, a luxury building in, in Queens, in Long Island City, on the waterfront. Uh, you know, these are, you know, it's, it's all AMI, area medium income. And so all I'm saying is that, you know, you have a moderate income you should just get on this website and every affordable housing building in the city, you have to apply through this website. And most people don't know about it and don't understand that, you know, these, all these buildings are like, oh, they're trying to kick us out of this community. No, you can apply for these apartments just like anyone else. You know, there is no like limit to feeling like seeing what's going on. And we need these new buildings. We need this new infrastructure. We have to stop thinking about ourselves. What about our kids? What about our grandkids? Yeah. We're going to be sitting on buildings that were built 200 years before. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we just were like, oh, we don't want to build anything new. They're changing our neighborhood. Yeah, they're updating it. It's, it's, it's 100 years old. You know, you have to, you know, you look at what's going on in the subways right now with this last Ida. They've got flooded and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Like, it's just, there's no stopping that. Yeah. That's until everything, until it sinks in the ground. You know, we live in the heights. Thankfully, we're, like, we're at the top end. I always say this is like, Inwood, people don't really get it as far as like uh, strategy or just territory. Like, this is prime New York territory. This is a very top Manhattan, very uh, highest point. So that like as Manhattan starts sinking, we're going to be the part that's, you know, like we were going to move uptown. You know, it's going to start at the very bottom of Manhattan. I mean, it's just going to happen like because most of our, you know, the middle of Manhattan is, is, is a subway system. So as the more water accumulates like in these tunnels, it's, it's going to change, you know, maybe not by the time, you know, in the next like 30, 40 years, but like it'll be different by the time like we're like older men, you know, or like we're like, you yeah. know, that thing, if, you know, if we make it that far. Um, so it's just so many things, but I definitely recommend people like, listen, get your paperwork together. If you ever want to reach out to us through uh, Dykeman Diary, through Casual Supremacy, you know, again, follow me on IG or, or go on the website. You know, if you have any questions about, you know, filling out one of these affordable housing applications, it's just very documented. You know, they want to have every document, but you should have these documents. You should have your social security card. You should have your birth certificate. You should have you know, your license or, or ID with your address. You know, it's just, it's more like that. It's just, it's tedious. You know, they're asking for a lot of stuff, but you have but to be you, organized. Yeah. You're going to have to just put it together, but it's worth it to get like a nicer apartment, probably, you know, in a, in a newer building in a, you know, and like something that's again, you know, I, and it, it, the AMI, meaning that it's people think that you know, some, sometimes they call workforce housing. Where again, it's not people who are making like seventy, eighty. You know, I deal with people making hundred thousand dollars a year. Like in New York, that's not that's not much money. So, you know, I would recommend you know everyone in this neighborhood embrace some of the changes coming to this building, embrace uh, the affordable housing uh, that's being built in this neighborhood, um, and be the first ones to apply because your community board, your preference, because you live in Inwood, your application is, is, is you're on the preferred list. I don't think people understand that. Like first of all, it comes like the elderly and disabled. Uh, but the biggest usually group that fills up affordable housing in, in, in areas and like when we, they're brand new or whatever it is, because um, that's what it is. A lot of times those older buildings, you can never get into them because people don't give those apartments up. You know, like especially if you got like a really low AMI, you've been there for a long time, you know, people die in those apartments. And then, yeah. but again, there's a lot of these brand new buildings where, yeah, if you have three, 400 new apartments, then you have a really good chance of getting an apartment. You just have to kind of be ready for it. And you got to understand, like, uh, you think you, or your credit's not good, you're not going to get an apartment. It doesn't matter. Like, you can have bad credit and get your affordable. They can't deny you because that's a little secret right there. Like, you think, oh, whatever it is, you know. That's Everyone, just not how the system is. It's just built. not, it's just not how it, well, it's, it's, it's changed because of, I think, you know, 
they, they've they changed, but the, you know, like uh, as someone who's working in it, like right now, understand, like don't think, oh, oh, I don't have the credit for this. Like the chances are they're not going to be able to reject you over your credit if you're working. If you can provide them that, you know, you're, you know, just, just again, it's just income. Everything is just we calculate income it's assets for the people by the people. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's something where it's not always perfect, but you know because they're trying to make this money. But New York City is, you know, again it's it's, it's it is very tenant friendly, meaning that like even though like the national moratorium for evictions was canceled, you know our our new uh, governor, you know Ahochul, she she kept it going. She was like, no, you have yeah, till January till twenty twenty two. So she, you know, so there's all these things. It's like, listen, okay, fine, you got less than unemployment, but if you live in New York, at least you, you know, you, you're not, you know, they're not gonna be able to move you out of your apartment until until twenty twenty two for for at least a little bit. And you, but you got to be smart, you know. You have to, you know, make a plan. You can't just be like, oh, I, you're not gonna be able to live off of this forever. And listen, I applaud anyone who took this opportunity. I myself took the opportunity during this time. And try to like rebuild their brand, rebuild like what they believe in, what they care about. Because as we get older, you realize that it's just that's you know you have to kind of be vested because it's it's the future. And yeah, man, we live in New York City, and most of our infrastructure, and I think one of the biggest things, especially with uh, global climate change, is that it's just gonna keep getting worse. And and we don't you know we don't do anything. Our pipes are hundred year over hundred years old. You know our syst- our subway systems one hundred twenty years old. Like like you know all these delays, all this stuff. It's unfortunately like so many generations they kept passing the buck and we're the ones who got it's like hot potato we're the, like the last ones who got like caught with it but like but everyone's just kind of held this off and like just not worried about it and and just been like you know and that, that's kind of human let the next yeah let the next like exactly like everything else everyone's mad about biden pulling out of afghanistan but it's just they just nobody wanted to do the, the the courageous move it was just easier not to do anything you know and, and we all know that as adults sometimes the best thing is just to hold, you know, just to, you know, be quiet and just hold on. But like, again, you know, like say something like Afghanistan, it's like, you know, they, they were making the media, the 13 soldiers that died, you know, in the last words in that withdrawal, but they didn't talk about the thousands who had died in the last 20 years. You know, it's, it's, you know, today's is September yeah, 4th. It's, it's Yeah, man, it's going to be September 11th, 20 years. I remember where I was, I was in college, you know, 18 years old, Hamilton College, upstate New York, you know, and I had slept in for a class. And so all those crazy things that were all set off kind of at this right you know, it's kind of crazy that it's all coming together. You know, September 11th, that's another, you know, big topic, you know, we could yeah, definitely September go into. Right yeah, well, yeah, well, it's next week, but, you know, again, we'll, we'll talk about that thing next week. That's such a, that's a, but again, I'm, I'm about 38 years old. Um, and, and so it's like, you know, this was like everything that, this was such a life-changing experience. I just was watching HBO Max, uh, uh, Spike Lee has his epicenters, um, series. It's got like three episodes out right now. That's essential watching. It's New York City epicenter. It's about covid and it's about uh, 9-11. Um, it's crazy. They made they made Spike change uh, the yeah. fourth episode. Yeah, because, you know, he bought in some of the architects, engineers, some of the people who question 9-11, the conspiracies, uh, some people who, who you know, again, these were, these were like, a, a, you know, like two, 300, like, architects and engineers who were basically like, nah, this isn't exactly what happened. And everyone, for so long, you know, when you talk about 9-11, if you ever mention anything, um, it's so funny. Think about it only in the kind of COVID times where like everything is a conspiracy and we can question the CDC, the, you know, the everything else. But like, if you, you know, Biden is just uh, today uh, finally released documents uh, that the FBI on, on the investigation of 9-11 that the FBI that had classified, you know, you know, I, I was on Twitter and I was saying, well, why is it that like, you know, a crime was committed against this country, we investigated it and then we classified it over 20 years, but you can't really talk about those things without being like, 
oh, the victims and, you know, and see what's going on. And I get that. And I'm like, listen, I'm a New Yorker. Like, I'm actually really trying to understand this yeah. truly. Not like, you know, I get this whole, like, nostalgia, you know, but, but like, you know, with COVID, it's like, oh, oh, doctor said this, CDC said this. I don't believe the government. You know, you can question it or it's like much more like whatever it is, but, but it just seems... Um, this is double standard, but I just thought it was crazy that they made Spike Lee go back in, change this, and pull these people out who are accredited architects and engineers. You know, I felt like 9-11 was the first time in my life uh, in a, as American where we, we first started, like, questioning, like, science. We are just like, they were like, oh, that doesn't burn hot enough to, and people were like, you know, and again, it's, it turns into this whole thing. And, and you know, I, all I say about, you know, 9-11 at this point is, like, we obviously don't know everything. If they're still classifying something today, literally this, yeah. this today that they're, he released some of the documents, some of them he declassified. So there's something deeper there. You know, you're telling me like you, you can't even give us, you know, we pay the FBI, we, you know, the, you know, government agencies, like we pay to have these people protect us. So it's crazy that, you know, 20 years later, um, you know, but there's all kinds of events like that. And again, I'm not, you know, blaming or, or putting on anything, but I just feel like we weren't told everything, obviously. Because why would you have to classify all this stuff? I mean, this has just been sitting there for 20 years. I, th I think it's criminal, actually, to, to have some of these, like, you know, to have our, our own country investigate a, a crime against itself. Something that they, again, also set off so many different things, like Afghanistan that just ended, you know, Iraq. All the, all the stuff that our almost entire, my entire adulthood was uh, defined by this one event. And they're still, like... Like, we're just, you know, like... Everything I, happens for a reason. Like, that's not shady. I'm like, are you telling me you got all this stuff classified? And you're like, yeah. no, no, I told you everything, but everything that's in that paper, no. you can't look in the closet. Uh, there's a bunch yeah. of documents everything in there that don't Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know about that. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, it does happen for a reason in that, you know, so I think someone forced... And, and the reason is what's classified. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, it, it, it's, it's something to do with it. So, it's... um. It's very interesting stuff that's going on uh, in the world in general. Uh, I kind of want to pull back a little bit because one of the big things that I've been studying or I have been talking about recently on casual supremacy. Again, if you go to the casual supremacy the IG, you'll see there's like, I don't like any comments or nothing. It's like a museum of American history. The images, the one thing you can't deny is that each one of them like happened and, and seeing what's going on. The gentleman on my shirt here, uh, which I saw on casualsupremacy.com, uh, Gary Stephen Webb. Um, and this is something that you really uh, should, you know, do your own research. This is something you should really do your own research on. Uh, this is the catchphrase. Uh, do you your know, own do research. your own research. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, from, you know, I'm like, listen, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not a microbiologist. But, but either way, but I'm talking about just, again, in, in history and how it affects our day to days. This is, this is my, my challenge to you, my, my casual supremacy hour, you know, like, look it up uh, challenge for the week. Uh, Gary Stephen Webb, um, he was a reporter uh, for the San uh, Jose Mercury in California. He was the person who basically discovered that, you know, our government was was bringing in, you know, was basically allowing these drug dealers to bring in tons of cocaine that eventually was really what spurred the crack epidemic. Um, if you want like a basic thing on him, if you have Netflix, uh, Jeremy Renner, uh, Kill the Messenger, uh, is based on him and he does a great job is whatever. It's, I, I remember watching this movie years ago and didn't really get that what was going on or clicked really on what's going on. You didn't really, you didn't understand that exactly what the kind of impl implications of it, you know, but he basically, and, and so he has a book called Dark Alliance and I just finished it and this is one of the most dense things you've ever read. I mean, he, he, I mean, he's got names, he's got dates, he's got, you know, he's just a prolific, like, investigative journalist, you know? His birthday was August 31st, like my father, so he's a Virgo, so you know those people are real serious. 
you know, shout out to all my Virgos. You guys are, you know, you, you're heavy in the heart, you know. But yeah. this guy was just that dude. You have to look this man up. You know, eventually, you know, he killed himself two bullets to the head. You know, like crazy story how this ends, you know, like, you know, like, and, 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 and yeah, and then they, they said that he, you know, he killed himself two shots to the head, you know. So believe that. Uh, so it's crazy, but it's it's wild, and you just have to read what he's talking about. And you know, he talks about you know the DA, um, you know the State Department, and it's crazy because you know that's kind of what spurred the Iran Contra. You know, uh, in the Reagan years, um, th this kind of started this whole backlash black communities because they were ravaged by you know they were basically just allowing you know kind of these in, in the name of you know like n nothing in America. In these ideological wars that they've set, which is basically the war on crime, the war on communism, the war on terrorism, it's just really been wars on like groups of people, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, the war on communism. You know, again, we were willing to, you know, pay, you know, Nicaragua, you know, the the, the Sandistas, the the Contras. You know, we were the Contras again. We're, we're selling, you know, bringing in cocaine from, you know, the Colombians, and then they were bringing them by the the ton load. They didn't care. You know, like whoever was watching them, you know, you're seeing like if you watch Snowfall on FX, you know, and that's funny because you don't even really learn. You know, it's crazy because that's even where I started like getting these ideas or, or started like researching them on my own was was like off, off an FX show. I don't know if you watch uh, Snowfall. Snowfall, of course. Dude, the, the badass show, but, but it's based again, you know, the Freeway, Ricky Ross, you know, they were using, you know, again, watch, uh, you know, that's kind of who that's based on, but like, you know, like a different version. It's more of a fictional version, but this stuff really happened and, and if it wasn't for Gary Webb, we don't even know how much longer it would have happened. You know, eventually, like I said, he just wouldn't get off it. They ruined his career.